Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for June the 9th. Hope you're having an excellent day. Hey guys, today we're going to be talking about snakes. You like snakes? Friends, listen, when I'm hiking, I am so aware of rocks, shrubs, brush, because I hate snakes. I have my Glock ready. If I see something move, man, I'm pulling out and busting tail. 45 caliber hollow points going to go through snake's head, and baby, I'll hit them dead on. I'm not playing games with no snake, but snakes are in my story today. All right, enough talk about snakes. Okay, let's go to our verse today. Hey, today we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 11, and it reads like this. Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. Guys, this text is talking about fools. <laughs> Jesters, jokers, okay? Now, really, it's talking about a fool. The Bible, God is calling a person a fool. Why? It is the fool that says there is no God. So this person isn't belonging, okay? This is the behavior of a lost person. Get, just understand that, okay? It is the fool who says there's no God. So the fool is angry on the inside. Why? Because he doesn't have the Prince of Peace on the inside, okay? How does that come out? It comes out in a rage. You never know. Listen very carefully. You could be talking calmly to someone, and you say, one thing and all of a sudden something snaps within this man and he goes crazy on you okay it's just a fury you would think that hell's gates were opened up and all the demons came out and landed on this guy okay that's what it's talking about but what it why why is this happening? Sometimes it happens because the person is just not saved. They don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. They may know about God. They may have an intellectual knowledge of God, but they're not saved. The Bible warns us over and over and over again to avoid these types of people. People who are just angry for the sake of being angry. I mean, everything in life is perfect for them, but they're just mad. Why? There's no peace in their heart. God has not taken over their life yet. I mean, they may have said some things. They may have even been baptized, but they haven't sold out to God. He's not Lord and master of their life. They've never surrendered to him as a bond slave to him, okay? And so what is happening, okay? The enemy is having a waylay with that person, okay? Just working them over, okay? And oftentimes, it's just plainly, they're not saved. They don't belong to God, okay? They have never been given a new heart, and so the old heart is just so angry. It's so mad. What is there? It's unforgiveness. It's bitterness. It's I'm going to get even with you. Hey, my text has a great story about snakes that we started with. And you're like, really, Matt? Uh, about anger and snakes? Yeah. You, wanna, you, you want me to read it? It's pretty good. I mean, it's not too bad. Tracy, thumbs up? Yeah? Okay, thumbs up. Imagine two people who are both bitten by a poisonous snake. The first man takes his knife and he cleans out the area of the wound, getting rid of all the venom. This man lives. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? The guy gets bit by a snake. What does he do? He stops. He cuts it open. He opens it up. He does all that he knows to do. If he can get to the thing, he sucks out the poison, okay? But there's a second man. This is going to be the fool. I love this, okay? This man lives. The second man takes his knife and chases after the snake in vengeance. I'm going to kill that stupid snake. Where is it? He's lifting rocks. And, he bit me. He's going to die the death of the damned. He's ripping up shrubs. He's throwing rocks. But the whole time, his heart's beating faster and faster and faster and faster. What's happening? The venom, the poison's going through his system. But here's the thing. He can care less. I'm angry. I'm mad. Oh, man, I could... 
eat nails and spit out fire. Well, let's go back to the story. Okay, let's look, look at the man. <laughs> I know that's kind of funny. The story says this. The man is so angry, he's going to take revenge on the snake. He's going to kill the snake. I'll get even with the snake. But before the man can reach the snake, the venom goes through his veins and he dies in bitterness and anger. Friends, that's what God's trying to tell us. Those people who are harboring that, what that is, is a warning sign that your life, okay, the way you're living, the choices you're making, something that you've incorporated in your life is wrong, okay? It is an alarm going off. It is the red light. It is the flashers behind you. God gives us warnings over and over and over again. Some are in nature. Some are in God's Word. Some are by close friends. Some are by a spouse, okay? And what he's saying here is this, that bitterness, unforgiveness, okay, rage, anger, that's not going to work out in the long run, okay? And people don't like to be around those people who exhibit those characteristics. They hate it. Is that venom, that poison that the snake is left in them? Friends, here's the thing. When you're angry, when, you, when you're in bitterness, when you're in forgiveness, it is the same effect on your body. Watch this very carefully. When you're bitter, when you're trying to get revenge, when you're unforgiving, it is just like you have been bitten by a snake. His fangs have gone into you and he's pumped his poison, his venom into your veins, okay? And it's going throughout your system. What you need to do is let God and forgive. Let the bitterness go and forgive. Let the rage go and forgive. Give your life over to Jesus Christ once and for all. Guys, there's two ways to deal with hurt and anger in our life, okay? We can deal with it the right way or we can deal with it the wrong way, okay? We can be like the guy who realized, I don't like the snake, but I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to do what's necessary to be in right relationship with God and get my body back to where it needs to be. He, he took his knife, okay, and he got the poison out. He cleaned it out, okay? But the other guy, he's chasing the snake in a rage. He's so angry. He's so bitter. And again, you and I know these types of people. They're very dangerous because we never know what sets them off. And, and, and here's the thing, we're not to judge them, but we have to realize that that person that's acting that way is never ever in right relationship with God, okay? That is the result of something wrong on the inside. That is the telltale sign, okay? That is if that guy is throwing a flag up and down, screaming out with everything in his being, something's wrong inside me. I don't understand what it is. And this rage, this unforgiveness, this bitterness, this vengeance is coming out of their life. Okay. It is not dealt with correctly. It destroys the person. The Bible says that only a fool lets anger get the best of them. I mean, it's it's an awesome verse. Also, Paul even adds that. He says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Friends, there are things that really do upset you and I sometimes, okay? But we should never let that thing carry on to the next day. We have to deal with it. We have to pull our knife out. We have to get the poison out. Why? because that's what God requires. Sometimes it's forgiveness. Sometimes it's letting an injustice go to the wayside. Sometimes it's this. We're trusting God with that event that happened in our life that brought anger into us. Sometimes it's taking the higher road. And even though you may be right positionally, okay, you're wrong because you're a clanging symbol and you're not showing love and forgiveness and the kindness of Almighty God. Be an ambassador of mercy and Many grace. Many people believe that they're so justified in arguing and being grumpy and being mean and 
yelling if they're right. You're never right when you have that attitude. You're just as wrong, even if you're right in principle. But when you're treating someone like that, when you're yelling at your wife, a spouse, a coworker, another person in a car, you're wrong. You're wrong before God and you're wrong before humanity. And here's the thing, the Bible bears witnesses that, and God says you're a fool for acting that way. A wise person is always looking inward, meaning this, he's looking at himself and his relationship with God. He's taking the higher road. He's, he's doing kind of like what David said, Lord, look at me. Is there anything in me that's not pleasing to you? Is there any sins in me that I'm not seeing that you see? Meaning he's always adjusting, adapting, overcoming. He wants to make peace with people. Blessed are the peacemakers, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. How many times have I taken the higher road and apologized for something I really didn't feel I was guilty of? But here's the thing. I took the higher road. That's what God requires of you. Don't get in your head that just because you're right in principle that you're going to be a jerk okay and yell okay and act like a fool and you win the battle but you lose the war here hey guys you're one or two people in this story do you know that uh, that's the honest truth you're either the guy that's taking out his knife and cleaning doing the right thing, getting the poison out, whether that's forgiveness, overlooking an offense, looking the other way, making things right, okay, being a peacemaker, being an ambassador of love, being an ambassador of mercy and grace and extending those things to other people. Friends, I want to share this with you, and I think this will help you. People aren't perfect, okay? People are not perfect. People make mistakes. You're holding a person sometimes up to a standard that nobody can meet, okay? Only Jesus Christ, and I don't think you want to do that. He's already met the bar, but you haven't, okay? Listen, okay? Who are you in the story? Are you the peacemaker, or are you the guy chasing the snake like a madman, gonna get even with him, but the whole time that poison going through your system. So much rage, so much bitterness, so much unforgiven. You have to demand your rights. I'm right. The snake's gonna die. Well, that's great. You killed the snake. You and him will both be in hell. Friends, a lot of you have been going day to day to day, but you have poisons in your life. You have venom in your veins and you're like, what is that? Well, it's unforgiveness. It's you having to be right. It's you controlling everything in life. When God's supposed to be Lord, Savior, Master of your life, He is your Lord, okay? You want to micromanage. You want to control you want to be a man's man. You want to do all these things. You want to chase the snake down and prove that you're going to kill him. You're Rambo. I understand the mentality, but I don't understand how a child of God can act that way. But I do understand exactly how a fool can and a lost person can. Don't act what you're not. You're a child of God. You're a citizen of heaven. You belong to God Almighty. Start acting that way. Let the snake but go. But in the meantime, be an ambassador of Christ. Be a child of Christ. Forgive. Forget. Guys, in the Bible, it says this about Jesus. It says that Jesus was meek. He was kind. What is meekness? Meekness is not weakness. Meekness means this. I'm going to turn the other cheek. I'm going to turn my cheek to the offense that took place and I'm going to forgive. I'm going to take that higher road. I'm going to demonstrate the love of God. I'm going to demonstrate what forgiveness is. I'm not going to show them that I'm bitter. I'm letting that go down the road because I realize that no one is perfect, including me. I'm not going to chase the snake and be a maniac, okay? And there's some people watching this. Listen, you just need to give your life over fully to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. This is you. I'm describing some guy out there. You know who you are. If the snake bit you, here's the thing. Whether you die, he's going to die with you. Put him in the grave with me. 
then I'll be happy. No, let this stupid snake. Too many of us are focusing on the minors and not on the majors. What's the major? God in our relationship with God, our spouse who hangs out with us when we're nasty and we are angry and full of rage. Okay, we have wonderful children. We have a great job. We have a wonderful life, but we're not acting as we should because why? We're not where we need to be with Almighty God. Sometimes it's just simple this. If you're a maniac and you're raging and you're full of anger, it is one antidote. Jesus Christ, you're not saved. Those are not Listen, those are not the attributes of a person who belongs to God. That's not the love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, the patience, the kindness, all the things that God says through Paul, okay? What you're acting like is a lost person. Why is that? Because that's who you are on the inside. You will always act out what you are on the inside. That's why God is always looking at the heart. People are always trying to act out what they are. Friends, acting out's the stupidest thing because you don't get paid for it and you're not in Hollywood, okay? No, once you're changed, once you're born again. Once God gives you a new heart and a new mind, the old has passed away. All things have become new. You've heard me say over and over again in my testimony, when I finally got saved because I played the game for an awful long time telling people I was saved and they would look at my behavior and they know something's wrong. You don't act like that. You're not angry. You're not this. You don't say these things when you're saved. Okay. And so I played the game. I had intellectual knowledge of God, but I was lost as the day is long. If I died in that state, I would have gone straight to hell. But when I finally did get saved, guess what left? The anger, the rage. I don't chase the snakes anymore, guys, but I used to. You think that's funny? I used to chase so angry on the inside. Listen very carefully. If a snake bit me, he can bite me 10 more times. I'm going to take my knife or my gun. I'm going to make sure he dies. I don't care if I, listen, this is how lost I was. I could care less if I died because I'm so angry on the inside. I had so much bitterness. I had so much unforgiveness. You can't give what you don't have. And I didn't have it. Okay. And so I would have chased the snake as much as I hate snakes. Okay. He would have died just for the mere fact he had the guts to bite me. Don't you know who I am? I'm mad in the man cave. No snake is to bite me. See, that was my mentality at the time. Okay, I was so angry. What gives you the right, rattlehead, to bite me with your fangs? I'll bite you back. Friends, here's the thing. That's how crazy I was before I got saved. I would have found the snake and bit him in half if I didn't have my knife or my Glock. I promise you. I'd have just grabbed that snake and tore him to pieces and smashed his head on the rock over and over again. Why? I was angry. I was bitter. I was full of rage, man. You didn't want to get me in the wrong mood. I was terrible. I was terribly lost. Some of you are. I'm describing some of you right now. I want you to be the guy that sits on the rock and he gets the poison out. And you're like, well, Matt, how do I do that? Close your eyes, bow your head. Lord Jesus, forgive me for the anger. Forgive me for the rage. Forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry I haven't served you. I'm sorry I haven't invited you into my heart. Please forgive me of all of my iniquity, all of my sins. Wash me whiter than snow. Cleanse me, Father, of who I am. Please come into my life. Change me. Give me a new heart. Give me a new life. Direct my steps. I have a lot of problems and I need your help, Father. Only you can help me. Please help me, Lord Jesus, Lord God. Father, send your spirit to live inside me. I relinquish my rights. I put up the white flag. I need you. Jesus name friends. That's how you clean the wound out You sit somewhere alone and you cry out to God. There are no magic words. He's looking at your heart 
you can pray a prayer like that or you could take your time and just say what I said. But he's not looking for some magical prayer. He wants you to pour it out of your heart. Tell him you're a rotten sinner. Tell him you like looking at the smut. You like stealing. You like this. He already knows. Repent of those things, which means I'm turning from him. I'm turning to God. Does it mean you're perfect from now on? Heavens, no. You and I are never going to be perfect. But we all can hang out in the man cave and we can all try to strive to be godly every single day for the rest of our lives. Friends, don't be a snake chaser. I know that sounds crazy. Be a God lover. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.